Online Broadcast Network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! What is up, gladiators? Welcome to another AfterBuzz TV after show for Scandal Season 4, Episode 11. Where's the black lady? I mean, we have two on the panel right here. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Yvonne's Jr. Make sure you uh, like us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Also, if you're watching us live, thank you, thank you, thank you. Make sure you click that like button. And, um, yeah, if you're not watching live, make sure you like as well. YouTube.com slash TV for those who are wondering if you're listening. You can follow me, Eddie Millenish Jr., and I'm joined here, as always, with three amazing people. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Cornelia. You can follow me or find me at Cornelia. Hey, everyone. I'm Sophia Stanley, and you can find me at Sophia Stanley. And I am Bam Erickson at Bam Erickson on all social media. Perfect. So um, let's just get right into it. We'll figure out, you know, what we think about the episode as we dissect. So we have Andrew, who has suddenly got some balls. Andrew uh, came in this episode just demanding we had the Secret Service who started the episode. Do you think it's realistic what's happening right now with the Secret Service and how much power Andrew has being a fresh vice president? No. And I say this because Andrew wasn't even the original vice president. Yeah. So you know all these people. You have all these connections. You have everybody in the White House, outside of the White House, on speed dial, and you're only the vice president because Sally Langston isn't the vice president anymore? Bring Sally back. Mm-hmm. You, If you have all this, this power and these connections, you should have been in the White House in the first place. Or you should have been a command. You should have been command. Like, why aren't you True. further up the food chain? Not saying that vice president is, like, mm-hmm. yep. working, you know, like yep. a little side gig. But you know all these people, and you're the vice president. So I'm confused. It was just confusing. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off of what Cornelia just said wholeheartedly. Not only that you know all these people, that you somehow rule by fear or certainty to such a degree that they are willing to go against the President of the United States of America. Let's think about this. Mm -hmm. So you are literally, within the Oval Office, going to stare eye-to-eye and threaten the Commander-in-Chief of the United States of America? So it's a different level of not just having fingers out there, but having fingers that are that... And I'm trying to think of a better word, but the only word I can think of is gully. That people who are that gully to ride with you that hard, that to me is unbelievable. Period. Man. I just thought it was a stupid storyline. Okay. <laughs> How about you, Emil? I just think I agree with everything everybody's saying. It's just, I just want to know when did they form this allegiance to, as Cornelia would say all last season, Baggy Andrew with the baggy suits. And was there a meeting? Like, where did they did meet happen? at a Starbucks? Like, what happened? We need to see a backstory for how this happened because it's just so. I I just don't get it. Like how the 
the secretaries, like the chefs, everybody's just suddenly against the president. Like, what did Vince do for you to all of a sudden follow Andrew? You know what I mean? And the fact that how he, the the guy walked in, chest all out, saying, yes. you know, you have no option. This is it. Who the hell are Can you? Vince? Who the hell do you think you are to walk into this man's office? You mean the Secret Service guy? Correct. Yeah. I just and, think, can Vince not fire these people still? And my thing is, so if Andrew, something happens to him and he disappears, so they're just going to still be working there like everything is all good? Like, hey, Vince was good. Like, it's going to erase <laughs> everything that just happened. So everybody in, in the White House staff is fired? Or they're just going to expect to still be there like now Fitz doesn't know that they're riding with Andrew? So let's talk about the progression of this. So we had the first where he has a demand saying, you know, you're being watched. We're going to keep an eye on you. All these different things. As the episode progressed, we had the scene. Um, well, he basically declares war, which we'll go into Olivia later. But he declares war because Andrew says, I will kill Olivia Pope. We need to work together. But then we have that scene in the, um, what is the room called? They had the little boardroom where they're meeting, talking. The situation room. The situation room, room yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have that scene. I just, and we see that he finally tells Cyrus, but why do you think there was such a strong delay in telling Cyrus? Could he not figure out another way? Because keep in mind, when he, and we're going to backtrack here, he went and talked to Tom, and Tom, go ahead. When did Tom become such a model-looking type dude? His hair <laughs> is neatly right. combed, yeah. he's yeah. clean shaved. Yeah. Tom has never looked so smooth and so pretty in all three seasons. And Until now, he was in After Buzz Studio. Right. <laughs> What'd you say? And now that he is, you know, now that he's on punishment, now all of a sudden he's got hair gel and he looks like an Abercrombie French model. Well... But I'm just saying that's very true. But when he was in there talking to Tom, he asked Tom, "Who can I trust?" In my detail, Tom basically says, "No one." Where can I talk in private? The place you always talked in private. Um, so he goes to Olivia's house and he talks to Jake and he tells Jake before he does Cyrus and he tells Jake, "You know, you need to save Olivia." And they devise his plan or whatever. I just find it hard to believe that he would wait this long to tell Cyrus. And I don't know why that's hard for me, but I feel like he could have figured out some way to tell Cyrus prior to this. Because I understand they've had their differences in the past for different reasons, but Cyrus, like he says, is a bulldog. Cyrus will fight for him. Cyrus will figure out a plan and think when, or I was about to say Olivia, when Fitz can't think. Because Fitz's mind is clouded right now, so why wouldn't he go to the one person who could possibly come up with the situation besides going to war immediately? So I just thought about it in this moment because I was having the same problem that you are. I think because he didn't want to put him in harm's way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In that moment, and I think that they did really do an excellent job with the camera angles of making Fitz really feel paranoid. Right? Where he's like, I literally don't know who I can trust and I don't know where people are. I think he... He, I don't think he ever doubted that he could trust Cyrus. I think he doubted whether or not by telling Cyrus, he potentially would be putting Cyrus in harm's way. Okay. Because arguably, if someone is so powerful, whether or not it's Andrew and that, it's like, wah, wah, wah. But whether or not it's Andrew or not, they're obviously willing to kill. Killing Cyrus would be nothing. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So I think that at first he was still questioning who... who he could potentially risk life or limb for. And I think that's why once he talked to Melly and realized, okay, if I truly love this woman, regardless of whether or not I think I'm doing the right thing as, as 
the president not going to war as a man I need to, that's when he realized he had to tell people. I think that's what needed to happen because arguably... Cyrus loves Olivia, too. Right. And Cyrus would have backed him going to war. I think he needed to make the decision on his own. So I think he didn't tell Cyrus because he needed to not make the decision. Or do you know what I'm trying to say? Because mm-hmm. at first he wasn't going to go to war. By telling Cyrus, he probably would have been more likely to go to war. Once he made the decision, then that's, I think, when he started building his team. But Does it was more sense? so Melly who, who gave him the um, the last thought before he went to war. It was really Melly. Well, yeah, but it, it, I'm sure that was on his mind, and Melly was just like sealed the deal. What I like though is how they led up to that scene with Melly, with Melly in the office, because I really like where they're going with their character this whole season. But when they had the scene, um, and Melly was confessing that I slept with Andrew again, and she said, I thought I could recreate something like you and Liz have, like a true love where you really are down for her. But he's like, he hasn't been here for me. And then she goes on to say, I like what we have because we have a partnership, we have a clear defined relationship. And it was cool to see that, but it was also so sad that she... It was sad, but not sad, because she's there. But it was sad because it's like, I want Melly to feel that love and that happiness. Like, she's incomplete right now. She's not, but she is. Yeah, and I feel sad for her, too, on the strength of the partnership that Melly's talking about isn't the partnership that she deserves. Meaning, give her some projects. Give her something real to do. Don't have her here doing reading to the kids. Of course, the first lady has to do stuff like that. You see Michelle Obama reading to the kids in the garden, pulling up cabbage. You see it. That's what happens. (laughs) Turnips. Right, turnips and and dancing. But, (laughs) give her something, some meat. Give her something to do. That's a partnership. Melly's smart. Yeah. Let her flex her muscles. Let her be she, that person. That's but, a part. I'm your partner, right? But Melly does flex her muscles. She just she chooses the the wrong weights to to flex her muscles with. I think, or does she though? No. Well, I mean, for we'll talk about that. But as far as you know, um, to unboard herself, she makes decisions. Um, I can't remember, but she made a decision, um, and she spoke when she wasn't supposed to speak for something. I can't remember a couple uh, earlier in the season, but she can flex her muscle and and, and do things uh, as a first lady that she can do and can take control of. But I, I just think she just she does the wrong things, but she can if she chooses to. Camelia, correct me if I'm wrong. I think what Camelia was saying is that the president mm-hmm. should give her more to do. Because yes. the president's the one that has authority. And this is why. And this is, and I've always said this, the true, whether or not you call it a trinity, whether or not you call it a menage a trois, non-sexual nature, to me, in this show, has always been Fitz, Olivia, and Melly. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how we think of Melly and Fitz, they are still in an intimate relationship. The fact of the matter is, the person that he asked of whether or not he could go to war was his wife. Mm-hmm. The fact that she, regardless of what we think, to me, loves him so much, number one. Number two, is so, I think, in love with love. And, and and what that means in being a hero for love, that she basically told her husband to go to war for another woman, that woman deserves 
to be given a platform by the President of the United States that is commensurate with her intellect and her business acumen. She deserves a platform that the President of the United States stands beside her and looks up to her and says, isn't my wife intelligent? Isn't she brilliant? You guys know that she basically is smarter than me. She really should be president. Agreed. But what I'm saying is that if you, if he's not going to do it, then she should take it upon herself to, to do certain things in order to, um, okay. If I, if we are in some kind of like, you know, a relationship or something, um, and you already know that I'm going to not allow you to to do certain things. As a strong woman, I think she should take the initiative to do certain things herself. That's my point. I mean, but there's only so much she can do, like, without being shut down. If we're being honest, like, it's the president of the United States that she's married to. So she can try to do these things, but she'll get shut down unless Fitz allows it. So I don't know. I'm just, I just like where, where it's going. Um, it's just sad to see that. She keeps making all these sacrifices for Fitz. Like, she already was raped by Big Jerry. Mm -hmm. Now she's, I don't want to say whoring herself out, but in the way she is to get in with Andrew and get the information for Fitz. And it's part of the partnership, but a lot of times it seems like she's the one who's suffering the most in the partnership. I thought it was messed up when when she had the conversation with him and then how he disrespectfully took his two fingers. But no, 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 no. I don't think it was disrespectful. She was revealing information because remember, remember they said the place is bugged. Uh, yeah. So and she was talking she about... she said election. Yeah, she said election as soon as he said election because right. if Andrew finds that out, oh, the cat's oh, out of the bed. Oh, like then okay, all yeah. hell will break loose because he has information that can get him impeached like that. And then he's straight into the White House. Forget the mm-hmm. war. Like he can go straight there immediately. So... And I think now she understands. I love the way this episode was shot, though, in the scene on the the patio or the balcony, whatever, with how they played them kissing and then strategically as she puts his hand. Like, it was all well done for that. Um, So, yeah, the last thing I'll say about Andrew is when I got really heated when he was sitting in Fitz's chair. Because regardless of what power you think you have, to sit in the President of the United States chair... Even if you're blackmailing him, whatever it may be, like that just shows you just don't respect him at all. It doesn't. But then again, Andrew, for real, you're only here because Sally isn't here anymore, dude. Get out of my seat. Yeah. Like, stop acting like you were down for the cause from the beginning. (laughs) Stop Mm -hmm. it. I found you when I needed somebody to help booster my ratings. That's why you're here. Not because you really dope and you earned the spot. And I should have kicked you out after I found out you slept with Melly and I was butthurt, even though I had a girlfriend. Like, Andrew really needs to be checked. At this point, Fitz should just knock him out. But this is my, now this is my problem with Fitz. When Jake is tied up, he has no arms, he can't swing, he can't kick, he can't do anything. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to take your shirt off, you're going to roll your sleeve up, and now you tough, right? The reality is this. Andrew is sitting in your chair. Right. You need to have some... Okay, you've already said that you're going to war, okay? Now the man is sitting in your chair. You need to be a damn man. You need to do something, whether you need to throw a, a, a cup at him. You need to go over there. You need to grab it. Like, you need some balls, and that's my problem with Fitz. Oh. So, I, I want to pull Sophia and play devil's advocate, though. And I, I don't want to break it down, though, but what would the consequence be if he did that? What, so, I just want to know, like, what exactly would he have to lose if he did that? I mean... Nothing I, in real life. Yeah. No, not necessarily. And, and I'm going to talk against what I said when we were watching. 
it's almost similar to last episode when they shot Ian, but it wasn't really Ian, right? right? They literally, arguably, can bring her back on camera and punch her. Just because she needs to be safe doesn't mean they can't hit her on some real on some real talk. So that's what if, if I was a grimy bad person, that's what I would do. Because yeah. I would I would make sure that you know like I'm not playing with you. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's ironically what Andrew was doing. Like Andrew was really literally saying, "No, I actually don't respect you. Like you literally have no cards to play because I'm already the president of the United States of America." That's what he was saying. Number one, number two, he wasn't in there alone. He was literally in there with your Secret Service sitting in your chair. Oh, they were there too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think so. Yeah. Just ridiculous, man. Yeah. <laughs> now, but I have, I have a quick thing. I have a quick thing. My only problem is. My problem, even though I do wish that Fitz had hit him, my problem, part of it is, and I understand the paranoia, and I think that this, this those scenes were great, but you don't got nobody in the White House. Exactly. You've been there for six years, and you don't have people. Like, I have to bring it to real life for a second. Part of the reason why, and this could be a blessing or a curse, that Hillary Clinton could either make the best president or not the best president is because people already think she is D.C., Right? So meaning, arguably, if I was to vote for her, part of what I'm voting for is she already has feelers everywhere. Right? Because she's already was in the White House for eight years, and then again, she was there as from a congressperson. Right? right? So meaning, you know she has allegiances that she can literally say one word or snap a finger and everyone knows what to do. Right? Arguably, that's the same reason you might not want to vote for her, because she already has feelers, and if you want, quote-unquote, a new government mm-hmm. or a new politics, you don't want to vote for her. That's good. But to me, the fact that he's been there for six years, and he doesn't have people... All right. Because even even when you first get on... Look at, look at our president now. He brought a couple of his homies with him. Eric Holder was his friend. What's her name? The the woman who um who was responsible for coordinating all of all of the uh, the events. What's the black lady's name? I know who you're talking she about. Was, yes, th- yes, she yes, was their friend from mm-hmm. Chicago. Yes. he brought people with mm-hmm. him. It's possible for Fitz to have done the same. However, we just didn't see it, and and now Andrew's sitting in the chair. Like I just I can't. Get I mean, the chair, only man. the only thing is. Maybe his alliances fell apart because he was always sneaking off with Olivia, but we won't go there. Um, so, <laughs> and Tom, I, I felt like Tom alluded to that when they were um, when they were speaking about how um, oh Helen of Troy, yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll send a thousand ships to save. But I don't think that has anything to do with his allegiances. That just has to do with the fact that Tom knows that that's his weak spot. Yeah, not his kids though. But we won't talk about that. <laughs> The shade is real. Okay. Um, so let's talk about Lizzie Bear. And <laughs> let's break this down. Okay. Well, first of all, can I just say Guillermo? Oh, yes. Guillermo. Yes. Guillermo. The, the, as an actor, like when you walk on the screen and literally the, it feels like the room changes. He changes the energy. It changes the energy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because, like, we love this show, but obviously on any show you watch, there's times you're going to watch a, a, a show and you're in the show and like, oh, I thought that was whack or I'm not feeling this. When he came on the screen, though, Literally, our whole mood changed. Like, oh, de- there goes Huck. Mm-hmm. Huck's going in. Yeah. Because when we saw Huck come on the screen and he was in her house, like, we were like, oh. Yeah, and when he she opened up the door, he was sitting on the bed. Oh, Johnny my his face. was like, yo, look at Huck's face, man. Huck. I just <laughs> love so those. Scary. You know what it was like? It's what's, what's, is it, is it, um, 
Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs, one with um, the actor that passed away. Um, oh my God, I'm gonna think about it. And he's like, and he's kind of like lying on the bed, like all kind of like sexy, like. Someone on Twitter, let me know. It's it's Silence of the Lambs, but it's the second uh, movie. Wait, he, oh wait, I don't know. Do you know, know what I'm talking? Anyways, f- forget that. I'll talk to, about it <laughs> online. But literally, it was almost like there was even something a little bit like eerie seductive yeah. the way that he was angled on the bed looking yeah. at her I literally was like oh my god I he killed that scene yeah. he looked like Jack it's, Nicholson on The Shining Cup you know yes. he was like he was giving me a lot so in that crazy, scene he though. was giving me some Liam Neeson from um, Taken like he was giving me a lot a lot the only thing with that is if someone is in my house the first time mm-hmm. with my children there after that I'm going to get a gun. I'm going to do something to. She uh, had people outside. Yeah, there were, yeah. She had protection outside she watching the house. She doesn't realize, though, and that's the thing. She doesn't realize. Ian doesn't realize. A lot of these people who are a part of this plant, including Andrew, don't realize mm-hmm. the power that Olivia has. Agreed. Yeah. And even though, like, Olivia had that moment in there, she's like, I'm Olivia Pope. I'm going to save us. And she starts laughing. That, it doesn't matter. That's useless in here. But. Olivia still is Olivia Pope. And regardless of the fact that she was in captivity or still is in captivity, and now we'll dissect that in a minute, now she's controlling her captivity. But the fact that she was in captivity and they have no clue about the power her team has, that just shows how naive they are. Because for for Lizzie Bear to think, and I, I, I know she doesn't understand or she didn't know that Olivia was taken or whatever. So I get yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But when Huck initially came in, her approach with Andrew wasn't serious enough. Like, when she went and approached Andrew about it, like, it was not... The gravity of the situation is somebody came in my house and threatened my daughter and my life. Mm-hmm. So you need to tell me where... Like, she should have been way more pressing than she was. Mm-hmm. That bothered me. But what does she think having these guards... Or like, what does she think I was going to do? I think she thinks that they were there to protect her. Yeah. I think that... And it's sad. I think that at the end of the day, right, you think that you're in bed with the vice president of the United States of America. So going back on what we said, that is literally a big deal, mm-hmm. right? He did something grimy that you were not aware of. Now you have protection. So arguably, it's at least Secret Service level. I can't remember the the car that was outside. It definitely wasn't D.C. police because I know the D.C. police cars. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure who it, who it was. But... We can assume it's high-level security. Okay. You think you're safe. Well, I, I still think she's wrong, on but another I think that's note, what she's then, thinking. On another note, then, if I was in that same situation and I have the highest level of security that's available to me, mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, little Susan or Becky, whatever the child's name mm-hmm. is, come sleep with me. That I totally agree yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah. Come sleep with me. Mm-hmm. Like, if this is your child mm-hmm. and you truly care about, why are you leaving her in the room by herself? Mm-hmm. On a California king bed. Exactly. Yeah. Why is she on a California king bed? She and needs Huck a twin. But it's right there. Uh, yes. I'm going to play devil's advocate for a minute because I completely agree with you and I, I have actually tons of issues with that aspect of the storyline. But I think it also plays to the naivete of what's the thing? It's like when little kids try to play adult people games. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. Like, what was your plan? Yeah. Does that make sense? So... What part of you think faking a bomb or a terrorist plot on U.S. soil to then try to go to war in Angola wasn't some serious, like, you're an... I was going to curse. You're a traitor. Yeah. And you literally can be, like, shot and no one will even know because you don't even need to get a trial because we can do it under, like, the the Patriot Act. Patriot Act. Yeah. And I think that's what Andrew was saying. Like, Andrew was, like, saying, what did you expect to happen? Yeah. Like, how are you going to be down for that and not yeah, down for this? Yeah, completely. So, what <laughs> What I want to talk about, though, with this scene, then we saw the toolbox. And then we saw the toolbox, you know, Huck was going to do his thing. 
So what I want to break down is, it looked like lashes are back. We don't know exactly what he did. But when she pulled her shirt off in the office and showed what Huck did, do you think that that was an effective way for of torture? I thought it was fake at first. I was like, did she get a costume makeup person to come in and put this? Because there was no blood on her silk top. Right. Oh, wait, sorry. That wasn't she the first sw- time we started. When, when did she, re- it wasn't in OPA. When did she reveal her? To Melly. To, to Melly. To Melly. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was like, like, you know, her faking it. Like, look what he did. Tell yes. me. Because again, if you lit my back up like that, like I, you lit my back up. She looked like Denzel on Glory when he was getting like when she she tore her back yeah. up, and she was just out here with a new with a suit with a suit on. Yeah, yeah. and I'm gonna back up for that. Please, you're what is she? She's the chairman of the RNC. Like she's a suit. Yeah. Okay. The minute Hawk appeared that second time in her house, said that I will kill your daughter or cut your daughter and make you watch, and then the next day. Is there in in her bed with a toolbox? The minute you open the toolbox, I'm telling you everything you need to know. Right. So arguably, he didn't need to torture her that bad. Like he literally, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the to the to the scene, but she could have had one little cut. She could have had one little bruise on her on her neck. So he here- didn't need to cut up her whole. So literally, think about it. As he's cutting, she's like, "No, I'm not going to tell you. No, I'm not going." But here's the question, though. Does she know? Does she know anything to tell? Because remember, all she did after the torture was bring the phones. What really does Lizzie Bear know? Oh, I guess what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Actually, yeah. what she did is, yeah, you're right. So then, and she uh, only brought the phone because Melly got the phone. Yeah, exactly. so she went to Melly. That's an excellent. So morning. then, the question is, why was there so much torture? If she has nothing to share or disclose. Well, Huck, he probably liked yeah, it. Yeah, he yeah. got mad. He got off for a little bit. And also, too, can I say something? These writers. Like on some real talk, are some bad mamma jammas. Yeah, and you want to know why? Ramla Muhammad is um, the one who wrote uh, the episode for okay. tonight. They have a way to me of bringing in current events, specifically political issues, in such a way to arguably, if you're into that or not into that, make you think. Again, wasn't it, and I could be, you know, off a little bit, but wasn't it just a couple of months ago that there was the huge report about uh, about um, torture? Yes. And, and literally that people were unaware of the, of the nature of sanctioned torture, number one, but number two, whether or not it's actually effective. Yeah. Right? So I think that the underpinning of the storyline is that. Is it or is it not effective? The, the main plot is the fact that Huck likes it. So at the end of the day, Huck was like, I don't like you. You had something to do with taking my girl. So I'm going to you up. Light you but up. I think the understory is whether or not torture is effective at all, number one. And number two, whether or not it's something as a civilized society we should condone and or sanction. Well, from the looks of her walking into Melly's office, mm-hmm. she, I mean, Portia, I mean, the, the character Lizzie. Por- uh, Lizzie she can't be no more than 115 pounds. So the fact that she walked in, not like, I mean, for myself, if I have any kind of bruise of that magnitude, I mean, I'm not, I won't be able to sit down hardly. So I don't, so obviously she wasn't faced. Well, and I'll do the devil's advocate. Maybe because of her position, she has to act normal or at least try to like deal with the pain just to not cause questions from people around her. So she, cause if you watch, 
And like I said, I'm just trying to figure this out. But when you watch, like, when she first walked in the room, you couldn't tell anything was wrong. But then when she got with Melly and she got comfortable, then she started to, like, really loosen up and show the pain a little bit. Same when she was an OPA. When she walked in, she wasn't really walking the same way or acting the same way. She was physically in pain. So it could just be her surroundings. She's trying to cover it up. And she seems like she's a strong woman, despite what we think about her. So maybe it is just she's trying to mask that pain. But I just can't. I'm, I'm trying. That's a good point. Well, well, you know what? Go ahead. And she'll be masking those scars for the rest of her life. Yeah. So now, whenever she's with a man, whenever her daughter sees her with a tank top on, now your back is destroyed. She can't wear no bikini. She, nah. She has to wear nah. a shawl every time she, she goes to the beach. Well, you got a t-shirt on, though. <laughs> right, with the, right. She got the family reunion t-shirt on when she had the pool. Like, come on. But gladiators, make sure that you join the conversation, <laughs> especially if you are watching live on the YouTube stream by tagging hashtag ABTV scandal. So let us know what you thought about this scene, specifically whether or not you think that Huck went one step too far, whether or not it was believable, and more importantly, would you have squealed? Would you have made something up? Again, hashtag ABTV scandal. The family reunion t-shirt. You name <laughs> The quote That's of the it. night. I cannot. You put the family reunion t-shirt on when you're cleaning up and you got the pool. So... So what do you guys think about the way OPA handled this situation? And once again, Quinn stepped up. True, but she missed a day. Okay. And think about it. And I didn't realize this until we got into the studio. If she had gotten the information from Marla Gibbs, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Marla. <laughs> the first day, arguably they would have caught Olivia in time. But, but... What did, what could she have done because Marla wasn't having it? Like Marla said, where's the black But this lady? is the problem is, you obviously know that she means Olivia. Yeah. Right? Mm. Olivia is missing. Yeah. You don't think True. maybe it's like a plant? Like you don't you don't you don't inquire anything? Like you don't know, like and this is I'm gonna go off on left field, but what's it called like when you have a um you almost have like have like a trigger, meaning like if you don't show up somewhere for X amount of days, all of these various things happen, right? You don't know that Olivia doesn't if Olivia doesn't let's say report and check into someone else that you're not aware of every like twenty four hours that someone doesn't come looking for her. Yeah. Do you kinda say it was just a little bit Oh, whatever. It's just some old random lady asking for who's the black lady. Yeah. I don't know. I think that she should have inquired a little bit more. Even simply like, you didn't go downstairs and look where she went? Yeah. Like, again, she could be, and even on the flip side, she could have been a spy coming in to see what y'all know. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like, again, this is scandal. Yeah. People just randomly come up, and Olivia's kidnapped, and you don't think anything of it, but yes, you are 100% correct. It was, in fact, twins, so go ahead. But I just had to nitpick for a second. No, I I would agree with that, but did anybody else smile when she came on the screen? Marla, it made me really happy. Well, Bam yelled her name out when we saw her name on the credits. (laughs) You know, I love Marla. I know her, so I love her, so I'm glad that she's, you know, She's still working at her age. Yeah, she yeah. looks great though. Yeah. Black don't cry, but it, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm <then>. eighty. <laughs> but then I was laughing too because when she said I got her a life alert and she would not wear it, and I started thinking about the commercial. They're like, help! I can't get up. Life alert saves the day, right? I like how this was dissected on how they handled it. I like how Jake jumped in and joined the team. I liked how later on David joins in and wears his, uh, what do you say, like 18-gallon white hat or whatever. 10-gallon. Yeah. yeah, it was like... I'm, I'm about to play myself, and uh-oh. so I apologize. Maybe I'm actually just tired today. So when Huck said, no, she wears that ring for him, mm-hmm. did I miss something? Did he give her a ring and I was never We aware? didn't see that. We never saw a ring exchange. Okay, I'm just I'm just yeah. making sure, right? Because he very no. clearly said, because Jake, Jake goes, like, Jake goes, oh, how do you know it's hers? And he goes, she never takes it off. She wears it for him. 
No, we didn't see. Oh, okay, a I'm just making yeah. sure. I literally had a moment where I was like, maybe somebody needs to take my gladiator card. Well, maybe that would be an episode in the future called The Ring. Mm-hmm. That would be good though. Yeah. That could be like another the trail type episode where we see another flashback, some more steamy moments. Which I liked how we saw some flashbacks from the trail. <laughs> And it was specific to show how the genesis of the relationship started in that theoretically, regardless of what semantics are not, literally viewing the Constitution, that was there possibly illegal, but that was when they made a union, yeah. a marriage, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. That was by them both touching over something that arguably is more legally binding than mm-hmm. the Bible. Because if you think about it, most people get married over the Bible. To get married over the Constitution, theoretically, for two people who are about the Republic, is actually more legally binding. So yeah. I thought that that was great. I think it reminded everyone of the genesis and, and where they're really, why the relationship is so powerful. So when they went to the apartment, after they found out you know, that she lived across to all those mm-hmm. things... And I just I just want to hear your feedback because I want to make sure I'm not overanalyzing. Was it too quick that Huck found the ring under the carpet? I know Huck is is has that mind where he can see things, but I'm just wondering was it too quick because it just and I know where it's editing and everything. No, I don't think so. Because <laughs> well, you think about Huck's job and what he used to do. This, Huck, hmm. this is Huck. That's his thing. He's when he's has a task and he is supposed to find everything about the area. That is awkward. He can find cameras. That's why he goes to. He used to go to Olivia's apartment. And he was sweet for bugs. Yeah. True. That's his. That's what he does. And I'm gonna also co-sign with you, um, Akanila, because Liv was very strategic in everything that she did from the from the glass to everything. So she dropped the ring probably and slid it under there because she knows that one of the things that Hug does when he checks places is you sweep under the rug or something. So I'm just assuming that Olivia dropped it and did that specifically because she knows how Hug how he thinks how yeah. he thinks. It yeah. makes sense. It makes sense. But good point though. Um, so then, to go forward in the episode, when they do find out the location, and then David sends a DA there, were you guys expecting what happened to happen? Completely. Mm-hmm. And I actually, and I think we talked about this when we were watching, and I actually was a little bit irritated, because this is actually one of the times where I actually wished that they had had done the scenes out of sequence. Mm. Right. So to me, the minute Olivia had her, I'm the Olivia Pope. And basically, and to me, let's just kind of back up because I think that we have a tendency sometimes to, to gloss over Olivia, number one. And sometimes I think we gloss over Carrie's acting a little bit too quick. Her scenes were phenomenal. Of course. And I think that the way in which her brain worked and the fact that she realized that she had to save herself. Right. The minute we saw those wheels turning, we knew that it would be too easy. Right. Right? Because they're they're laying all these things up that, you know, it's going to be three years, that eventually she's going to die, that they're going to keep holding on to her. So so literally, it would have been actually anticlimactic for them to find her. Right? But the fact that I think, and, I, and let us know out there in the, in the Twitterverse or on YouTube what you thought if you saw it coming, but I think all four of us knew she wouldn't be there because she already set her plan in motion and... As we then saw, she was already on what a G four or G five. Playing with me, it would have been too. It would have been too easy after us being away for seventy days and then coming and changing the whole dynamics of the show, and then for her to be found and then just go right back to it. Yeah, yeah it would make sense. Okay, yeah. but what I what I do wonder is when when was Fitz and when was everyone else to a certain extent gonna realize that 
they're going to hold her for a long time. Exactly. Like there, there is a there was so so I'm going to talk out of the other side of my mouth. I thought, and Guillermo's always phenomenal, so we're just going to nix him out of this. And I thought Carrie's acting was phenomenal. Tony Goldwyn's acting was phenomenal, but didn't there not seem to be a sense of urgency? Like, there didn't, like, I wasn't, I personally, other than his scene with Melly, and maybe a little bit his scene with Cyrus, I wasn't feeling that the woman you love has been kidnapped. You have absolutely no idea what's being done to her. Her being safe? You're going to trust Andrew saying, oh, she's safe? I think it goes back to, one, he went back to the brown water. Okay. Two... I think we're being hard because it kind of goes back to we were being kind of hard on Liv last week, too, when she was thrown into that situation. I think if we analyze it that way, he's already gone through this so many times with Liv. She went to the island with another man. Like, he's lost her so many times. Like, she agreed to for him to get back with Melanie and she would, like, step back, like, leave the White House. Like, so he's dealt with this so many times. Now it's like, again, but this time I understand the gravity of the situation is way deeper and her safety is in jeopardy. But what advantage would he have from rushing this when he when he doesn't when he doesn't have anybody he can trust or he doesn't know who he can trust it or how would he rush it without knowing who he but, can trust? But not not rushing it. But I guess okay. And maybe maybe they were they you know how they're saying that Olivia's leaving bread club bread breadcrumbs. Maybe they're leaving us breadcrumbs too. And maybe that's I think what's irritating me is the fact like how come they're not realizing that her life is in serious jeopardy and that the, the entire thing is is like more orchestrated than possibly they think. So meaning just because he went to war, so what, who cares, like Bam normally likes to say. Or am I reading too much into it? And well, that's why they had to... Because think about it. If not for Melly... Hmm. Well, this is no, the seriously, question. Again, like, if not for Melly... Yeah. But Olivia, there would be there would literally be no hope other than Olivia's game plan. But is that in Fitz's character to take initiative that way? Oh. No, and see, okay. I, and that's what I was going like, to say. Like, is he that man? No. Then when he gets that news, he's like, okay, got to do this, this, this. Or is he that man that has to sit on it, sit at the desk, drink the brown water for a while, <laughs> stir, and 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 then try to figure it out that way. We can go back all the way to season one. The man moves like he has lead in his ass. Okay. <laughs> That's what he does. And the fact that now his woman is gone, he I felt he was in a... Uh, that's how he was giving me. Like, he was, he was stressed. He was torn. He was literally in a state of, what am I going to do? Okay, but then on another note, too. And this isn't to say, just disregard the fact that Kerry Washington is the star of the show. Is Olivia truly in danger? And I say that because if if Andrew really has this plan of, you know, you're going to give me what I want or I'll kill Olivia. So if he kills Olivia, then what? If, right, and that's why he's never gonna. He was never so, gonna kill yes, her. Exactly. That's, so if he if he kills Olivia, then what? So then then just, I literally murder you yes, dead in the streets. Yes. So so what? It, it, it doesn't. So maybe that's why he doesn't have this urgency because. Yes, he knows that Olivia is in dangerous terms if she's not mm. in her normal lifestyle. Okay. But I don't think... I think Fitz is smarter than we're giving him credit because Fitz... Fitz really needs to sit on it. He needs to build that team and work on the people around him so he can figure out what to do. See, and the only reason that I'm going to disagree is, and I said it from last 
um, last episode, and I know that y'all probably don't believe this, but I'm actually extremely sensitive, and there's just certain things that I think you guys know. That's why, like, even Melly's backstory, it it ruffled me wrong. Mm -hmm. If Ian wasn't as intellectual as he is, and if and if Olivia wasn't as intellectual as, as she is, he would have already raped her. True. I the wrote fact that, that down he's in my alluding notes. to it in such raped. a way, right? No, exactly. The fact that he keeps alluding it to such a way, and I'm not, I'm not making. Actually, I'm going to go there. To me, rape is comparable to death. Like that is one of the most egregious things you can do to someone. I think that from a criminal perspective, it is, it is comparable to murder. You don't know where she is. You don't know what's being done to her. I'm not saying that that he was remiss, but I still feel like there just somehow wasn't there wasn't a sense of urgency. Like I, as the viewer, was uncomfortable. If that makes sense, yeah. you know what I mean. That bathroom scene when Ian is behind her and the way he's looking at her. Think about it. You have now been in captivity for arguably thirty plus days. And you can literally feel the heat of this man, and that's what he's doing. He keeps literally threatening that somebody is going to violate you. Somehow, that energy, that, 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 that I, I can't even speak because I'm literally that, that, that emotionally there. Somehow, I didn't feel that energy throughout the rest of the scenes. Okay. I needed that energy mm-hmm. to 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 permeate through every single scene. That arguably Olivia Pope could arguably either die or something unimaginable could happen to her. Somehow, I didn't I didn't feel that. I can get that. I can get that. Yeah. Maybe he didn't t- take it there because of the person who orchestrated this. It's Andrew. Maybe that's why. Okay. Because when right. you Andrew's a right. sucker, when you got a sucker, like right. yeah, I got. Like okay. I'm looking at Andrew. Like okay, you have her. He maybe, and I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe he didn't think that Andrew was was that kind of a person to put her in that serious of a situation. Maybe he thought she he just had her somewhere, but not to the point where she would be raped or actually murdered. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. I will have to say uh, with Olivia, though, I was very impressed with the the glass water Mm -hmm. because I'm sure we were all thinking about we were watching this together. We were like, wait, 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 wait. She wouldn't just ask for a glass Mm -hmm. of water without it meaning something. Mm -hmm. That was really impressive. But I just like how Olivia is still staying sharp. Mm -hmm. I like how her mind is still there. Granted, if she would just stay put a little longer, they would have saved her. But it is what it is. Um, and, and that's my one. That's my one thing. Maybe my one issue is if if because how do I put it? So after she went missing, and they did the or after she went missing, and then they recorded this thing, like record the footage. Recording the footage adds another element. So you did your little breadcrumb with the glass. Mm-hmm. But she didn't even give her team enough time to follow that breadcrumb. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like she went straight to playing her next move as mm-hmm. opposed to waiting to see, oh, well, let me see if I can be saved. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, I want to know what Olivia's playing because Olivia may be thinking about her power now as opposed to just being saved. Does that make sense? Oh, like snap. is Olivia trying to I plan understand. for something bigger than than what we think? Like, meaning, is she making a power play beyond simply her own freedom? Right, yeah. because, because her freedom would just bring the show back to normal. 
Correct. Like, if they saved her, she would go back to OPA, she would go back to solving cases, doing what Olivia Pope does. Olivia Pope is now doing a major power move by saying, oh, you can send me the black mark or whatever. Obviously, she's not doing this, I don't think, to go against Fitz. But I'm excited. Um, Let me just say that for a prediction. The other thing I want to do is, we've never, we haven't done this in a while. I just want you guys to piggyback on, well, at Coco, Naomi TV said he lit her back like Lizzie was in 12 Years a Slave, which I, I would agree with that. I did have a reference to that. Um, at Tula Rosebud said, I think that the Secret Service and staff, including Lauren, were replaced by the VP. No, right? No, it's possible. It's possible because remember, even Melly said, "Oh, they changed my Secret Service in, in, yeah. her, in her email." In her email. Yeah, but Andrew oh, doesn't yeah. have. But in a normal situation, would the uh, vice president have the power to do that? Exactly. So, and and this is the key thing is, and I'm sorry to me, this is a plot hole. And without Lizzie's knowledge, right? Because Lizzie is the power player of right. the two of them. Lizzie is the chairperson of the RNC. She's literally the Miss Moneybags. Just like you said, Andrew just came in the White House. What? Again, he's been there a year. Yeah. Not even plot hole. Sorry. I mean, and then I'll go down. back to to Coco Naomi TV. You guys need to tweet us more so I can read some tweets. Um, Tony Goldwyn revealed that those Olivia rings were from Fitz. Well, yeah, yeah, we, we know yeah. that, but but again, well, tell her to ask Tony Goldwyn right. if, it, if we had seen evidence of that. No, I'm being, I'm being dead serious. <laughs> if we had seen evidence of that before, because I was I was really feeling all like insecure, like I missed right. something. Did we okay. miss something? Like okay. we break it down? Did we miss the rings? Yeah. Um, but anyway, overall, I think it was a good episode, and I'm excited for next week. Um, obviously, talking to you guys helped me get more excited. But uh, let's go ahead and go into predictions. Or did you guys have? Oh yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. So now we have a special moment of the, of the show <laughs> where Camelia does her co-piece of the week. So co-piece of the week for Scandal Season 4, Episode 11. It's a two-part co-piece this, mm-hmm. this week, guys. First, I'm going to give it to Andrew for obvious reasons. First of all, like we said, he has a baggy suit on and you have all of this power and connections, but you can't find a decent tailor in the District of Columbia. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. Okay? You know all of these people, but you finally made yourself available in the White House because Sally Langston left. Really, get out of here, Andrew. And, um, yeah, that's what I'm going to have to say about that. And the second cold piece goes to Melly. Hmm. For obvious reasons, meaning once she heard about what was going on and once she talked to Lizzie, she actually put her, had her wheels going in motion and she figured out what the problem was. She, uh, slept with Andrew. She put him to bed like Jay Holiday. Then she took the cell phone out of his drawer and gave them the information. Melly was the one who got the job done in this episode, and for that reason, I'm giving her cold piece of the week. Okay. I like those. Make sure you let us know who your cold piece is. Tweet us, especially Camelia, to let us know. Hashtag cold piece. piece. Uh, <laughs> I like the units in there. All right, and now we're going to predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So like I said, I'll just make mine quick. It's just going to piggyback off what I was saying. The show is now in its fourth season. They are trying to clearly go in a different direction. Um, right now, the direction is not my favorite one. But if they start to go in where I think they may possibly be going with uh, giving Olivia a different type of power, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So I just want to see where they're going with that. And hopefully it's going where I think it's going. I don't know exactly where it's going. But in the direction I want it to go, tweet me. Go ahead. I predict that now that Olivia has done this and put herself on the black market, I don't think things are going to go as smoothly as she would would plan. Me- mainly because 
she mentioned like drug cartels, like the mob, stuff like that. So now you're really playing with goons. So I think they're going to introduce a new goon character into the scenario because there, there has to be someone who is that aggressive and that evil enough to appear to be able to put up that kind of money for Olivia Pope for the sake of being the puppet master for the president. And I also think Maya is going to get involved. We saw her like a little bit in the, the sneak preview, but she showed us last season that she had connections to finding this type of money around the world and dealing with these type of people. So I think she's the person that they're going to tap to try to help. Okay. I actually don't have a prediction. Not really, but I'm definitely going to piggyback off of the meals. That's just brilliant. And kind of piggybacking off of that, I feel like the secret of the affair has to come out. Mm. You can't dangle the affair basically on the black market that you theoretically are the president's lover and have that somehow then, then what, all of these criminals are just going to keep it secret? True. I, I don't know. I just don't buy it. Like, I know that there's like some criminal conspiracy underworld, but somehow I'm like, no, the secret has to come out. That's actually a good point because then if you go to these criminals... <clears throat> You have to explain to them how Olivia mm-hmm. is the president. Mm-hmm. Good point. My only prediction is I think this direction that they're going where Liv is now trying to do the whole power play, I think it's gonna affect her more so and I don't think we're gonna do I don't think we're gonna go into the uh to the Daily Who the weekly scandals. This is gonna take us into a whole a whole new level of scandal mm-hmm. and I think it's gonna hurt her and it's gonna push her away and get her in more trouble, which is gonna at some point cause to you know, I think we're in what episode eleven? Mm-hmm. Oh Lord. So <laughs> I mean twenty two, so we have le- yeah. Well, the road um, is long. Yeah, it's g- it's going to be a long road, and forgive us today, please. You know, and I think, I think, I think when she finally comes back, it's going to be like this OMG, like crazy moment. So I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna be good. Cool. Well, let us know what you think. You can tweet us. Where can we find you guys? You can find me on all social media at Bam Erickson. All social media at Sophia Stanley. All social media at Canelia. At email and it's junior on YouTube Chasing LA and check out best dot in or best in dot social. Guys, we love doing this every week. Make sure you tweet us, continue the conversation online. We will continue the conversation with you. Hashtag ABTV scandal. And once again, if you're watching us on YouTube, click that like button, thumbs up ASAP. All right, guys, we love you so much. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.